The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. Extra, I'm your host Jimmy T, and my co-host, they're back, they're my brothers in arms right here at the PWC Network, and they are also the co-founders, and to my right, we have the good doctor himself, the good lawyer, and the foreign object, it is Dr. Jeff Lippman, welcome back to the Extra, and what's crack a What's up? What's up? Yeah, it's, been, it's been a while, actually, Jeff. But, to my bottom, we have... I don't like that description. Well, I am Greek. Come on. Give me a break, you Chris. Yes, but, but I'm not. Well, I am. So, in this case, 
you're not licking my bottom, so don't worry, Chris. But anyway, he is the Mr. Canadian himself. <laughs> He's mean mugging me right now. He is Mr. Chris Sands. Welcome back to the extra. And was CM Punk right after all? Chris, I mean, shit. It seems as though CM Punk may have been right, but I definitely am Christopher Ams. That's A-M-D-S, like Lambs with Noel. It's bullshit for seeing in the morning. If any of you ever forget, you'll be reminded that the start of every show I ever do. Also, um, I'm wearing a Canadian's jersey and a Canadian's hat to show Jimmy how this is done, where you wear the same hat and jersey of the teams that you're supporting so that it looks better. So, like a bienvenue, everyone, to the BWC <laughs> Well, first of all, are you wearing the freaking shorts too, dude? No. Why would there be shorts? It's a exactly. <laughs> Well, whatever. Well, pants, whatever the fuck, padded shorts, whatever it is. Yes, he's if wearing ice too. <laughs> and, and ice the underwear and the socks <laughs> and, and the socks you know what we call those good. types <laughs> that's what you call a full-blown dork if you're wearing the full kit though bro come on <laughs> yeah it's you know a bit much if you're wearing everything but if you're gonna be on a podcast and you're gonna be wearing a jersey you should be matching your jersey with your hat the hat shouldn't be blue while the jersey is green that's a weird mix well, first of all, let me just get something straight. I was wearing an Eastern Conference All-Star jersey with a Chicago Bulls hat, for the record. That is fine. I don't know why people were crapping on about that shit in the first place. Chicago Bulls, Eastern Conference team, Cause it looks Eastern like All-Star crap. jersey. Because it looks like crap. I don't care. It's, it wasn't two different teams. It was the same fucking conference, damn you. Anyway, we're not here to talk basketball. Or hockey. Right. I just need to wear a, a Maple Leafs hat <laughs> next, next. I mean, same jersey, but a Maple Leafs hat because they're in the same conference. God damn it. It's not the same thing. Anyway. Are you all right there, Jeff? Are you, are you okay? Yeah. Mr. Sophisticated? No, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> anyway. Let's get into the news, though, boys. And let's talk CM Punk first. Because... Uh, Dude, what the hell? I mean, Jeff, I'll start with you anyway. Before I get into what he exactly he said, I mean, I don't know if Chris, if you know, if you remember it word for word while I get the note up, and if you do, please elaborate. But what the hell is he doing? Why would you post something and then delete it? Well, why would you? Uh, I mean, there's a couple reasons. One, so that you can say, oops, it was a mistake, but you know it's not really a mistake. Or two, somebody thought better of it. Maybe you did yourself. You realize that's a lot of trouble. Two, maybe your wife said or a friend said, that's a bad idea. Or maybe your lawyer who said, listen, we're trying to negotiate with these people and this isn't going to make things any better. Contact them, but whatever it was. It was up long enough to a lot of people take a, a screenshot of it and, you know, post it forever. Once you post something, you, it's never really deleted, especially if you're someone that matters. Um, right. If you have it up, it probably is worth reading. If you don't, I can summarize it without reading it, basically what it said. Well, go for it. Please do. All right. So CM Punk on, on his Instagram a few days ago. But by the way, we're not talking about his troll post where he said that you know he met Shawn Michael he took Shawn Michaels table by accident and they had a same-sex love affair for 10 months and it was glorious that was 
That was him trolling. Hilarious. That was hilarious. Yeah. Right. I mean, there was. I mean, I don't know why he did it. It's a weird thing to do, especially for someone who's straight edge. But anyway, that's not the one we're talking about. The one we're talking about, probably anyway, most of this segment, is the one where he posted to shit. I don't know why he was inspired. Oh, I know why. Dave Meltzer posted something about how, uh, you know, CM Punk was somehow the, the root of trouble again. And because of that, by the way, Dave, Dave Meltzer claims that, he was hacked. By the way, what Dave the hell Meltzer is happening he here? Hacked. What the hell is happening what here? Idiot. What are you doing? What, what are you doing? Fucking you fuck are you doing? I was fuck glitching out. I was doing? glitching out, man. Don't mind him. Don't mind me. Continue on while I figure this shit out. Yeah. Okay. It's sort of difficult to do when I'm saying okay. two of myself and hearing sort of my own echo. Do when I'm saying two of myself and hearing my own echo. Right. But I'll fix that uh, in a second. Go uh, for it. That's better. All right. So CM Punk basically posted that. When he I have, quote, I have the quote here, Jeff, if you want. Okay, just... yeah, I think it's better to read it. Okay, I'll just read the quote, and then, Jeff, I'll let you keep going. So this is this this is what uh, Punk responded to uh, after Meltzer basically accused him of being the problem in the AEW locker room. <clears throat> quote, sigh, which I guess is more of like a direction <laughs> than a quote. But anyway, <sighs> I wasn't cleared to come back to wrestle yet. Then plans was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Moxley's Rocky Three idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie, and I thought the idea sucked. But if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this was what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss, so I said okay, but I don't need to be cleared first. Or, but I'd need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash, so I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho is a liar and a stooge. And there were plans, but plans always change. But I'll never put a company above my health ever again. End quote. Okay. So that's pretty clear. Man. Yeah. So in, in that one segment uh, or post, he buried... Basically, Tony Khan called him a liar, said that they wanted him to wrestle while he was not medically cleared, didn't care about his health, that Dave Meltzer was a liar, that John Moxley wanted, you know, wouldn't wouldn't do the job for CM Punk. Who listen, everyone who knows me knows I'm not a big CM Punk fan. I, I I don't always believe everything he says, and even when he tells the truth, I think he does it probably in the wrong way because he's always arguing how he's more mature and, and better than everyone else. Then he acts, you know, just. It's like watching the Real Housewives of New Jersey, where all of them are complaining about each other, talking about each other when they're talking about each other to someone else on the camera. It's like he—it's he, the same behavior. Um, but anyway, uh, he also basically said that Jericho is a liar and a stooge, um, which you know a lot of people think he is because Jericho's politics himself into basically the the whole Kogan oh, Jeff Jarrett position. Absolutely. You know, maybe he usurped sure. the Cody position, which maybe is one reason why Cody's not there anymore. I don't know. Probably also having to do with working with children, which, you know, Stan Punk famously said about a year ago this time. Um, and, you know, he basically buried the company while they were sort of basking in glory or at least buzz over what was purportedly a dream match, but whether it was or it wasn't, you know, it was causing a lot of conversation and, and sometimes all you want is attention. By the way, El Hijo de Vikengo, I, ju I just found him on Twitter. He was in my little suggestions and I looked. He has 
He had before the match 7,000 followers. He is now 10,400 followers. Well, I'm the 10,401st. Um, but, it, you know, it, it was such a dream match. Why aren't, you know, why aren't there 100,000 people following? I mean, QT Marshall has 40,000 people following him on, on Twitter, for God's sake. So anyway, that, that and we'll get to the dream match, I'm sure, because that was in news. But, but that's basically what he said. He said, he said Mox, Moxley's an unsafe worker. Um, he didn't care about his health. Tony didn't care about his health. Tony lied. Tony's a child. Jericho lied. Jericho's a stooge. And Dave Meltzer is a liar. And being that Dave Meltzer is sort of the gold standard in wrestling, air quotes to the audience, journalists. Journalism. They're, they're a bunch of craps also. So there it is. That 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 is, I think that's all that's fit to print. Well, also, wasn't lawyers involved or some shit, if I read that correctly, in, in CM Punk's little quote? Didn't you mention that lawyers got involved? lawyers in, in his quote. I don't remember it, but... Tony Khan keeps saying that this is illegal. There is nothing in litigation. We know it. That doesn't mean the lawyers aren't negotiating it or right. that someone said this could become litigation. So don't say anything. So I know that's frustrating to people. So just because something has been escalated to legal doesn't mean something's happened. It, I mean, we, meaning lawyers, we spend a lot of time doing things that are attorney client privilege and for clients or resulting from. Uh, you know, or, you know, for, yeah, for clients that doesn't involve a lawsuit and, and maybe never will, or, you know, might be extra ju judicial, doesn't make it non-legal. Right, right. Also, um, just for every, every, any, everybody, all our listeners and our viewers that don't understand the full context, this had to do with the matchup, if you guys remember, where Moxie beat Punk for the championship on Dynamite, if I remember correctly. And then, uh, Punk got the belt right back, leading to the pay-per-view like a, a week later, not even. Right. <clears throat> and then he got injured, and then this is where we're at. So if anyone doesn't understand what's going on, that's exactly... Right. Well, Media M5's in the chat. <laughs> Welcome back. About damn time y'all came on. Welcome well, here to we our are, world, Media. media. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he also didn't yeah. mention the, the, I mean, one thing of news that's in here that nobody covered. I mean, everyone said he never saw a Rocky movie. I mean, that was sort of the, the, the joke that... That's bullshit. Well, that, I, I that was the shoot. That. that was the work that became a shoot unto itself, or the reverse. <sighs> but what he did say is that his his injured tricep has not healed, so he he is still injured. That that might be the objective news part of it. And medium for says, why is the Canadian dressed like a blood? He's not. He's dressed <laughs> like a, a, a Montreal uh... blood. Montreal blood. Montreal Canadian. It's yeah, not right. hard to remember their name, Jeff. Canadian. I was trying to remember how, the, how you what hab is short. Canadian. Habitant. Yeah, I got yeah. lost in that. That's what I'm saying. I get lost in, in, like, not the main point, but the side point. Yes. By the way, the, the one, one thing that I will say, too, is that just a little bit of Canadian's uh, culture here. So the, the C and the H, sometimes people think that it stands for Canadians and abs or habs, which is just the English translation of habitant, which is French for locals. Uh, but no, oh. actually, this is hockey club. So le club de hockey oh. de Montréal. Oh, well, there you go. That's right. <laughs> That's pretty obvious, right? I mean... And yes, hello, Love Seat Jeff. Call me hey. Dr. Love Seat. <laughs> Dr. Love Seat. That's a good name, actually. Well, <laughs> I like Dr. it. Love. 
<laughs> Actually, I the, speaking of doctor and love seat, one of the funniest things I've ever seen was um, for the CBSA thing that I'm doing, you know, getting on with the Canadian border. One of the things I had to do was a psych evaluation. So I went to a psychiatrist and he had uh, a painting that had the, the what said the, the most famous um, uh, psychiatrists. Right. And so he, there was a painting of Freud and there was a painting of Jung and then there was a painting of a couch. And I thought that that was just fucking hilarious. So. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Lovesey was also the name of the first porn movie I was in, co-starring Jenna Jameson. Look it up. It's not true. I mean, totally true. You don't know. All right. Wow. It is. Cool. I have seen you act. Explosive news. Yes. And I've seen, I've seen your porn stars before, Jeff. You seen what? Hey, I've, I've seen, seen his, 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 cast, his casting couch at one stage, actually. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm being truthful. It's, it's true. <laughs> Look at him. Anyway, please. Let's not get banned from uh, from everywhere now, Jeff. Oh wow, she was also on the couching chair. I was sick, and now sorry. you're worried about being banned all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, media says Jeff was in the porno. He was the water boy to the. Fl- <laughs> it still counts. The fluffer, it does still count, hey. It's anyway. more than you were. <laughs> hey, hey, I can vouch for him, man. He's he's got a bit of a Hall of Fame thing going on. I'm, I'm not kidding. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Jeff's porno career. Where we <laughs> he lolled in the chat, by the way. But we're here to talk more news. But before we move on, so what do you think, Punk? And Chris, I'll ask you this first. Do you think Punk is going to come back to AEW or can we officially say now that's it? He's done. I don't know. This, this seems to be kind of a intense uh, interaction if he's, he's going to come back. I, I Look, if it was me personally, I actually think that it's in – it's it, like not even – in spite of this, but because of this, it's even more now in the best interest of Tony Khan to go to CM Punk and say, listen, we want to bring you back. Here's the idea. Here's what I'm willing to pay you, but this is what we're going to do. You have to be willing to accept this creative. And I honestly, I think if they, he can work it out, I think it would be, I mean, it would be huge. And I huge. think that especially right now, you could bring CM Punk back as a character of like, all right, well, I'm here to show AEW that, you know, professional wrestling is better other places. I'm here to be part of this outcast movement, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not that he would necessarily want to use that, but but I actually think that it would be in Tony Khan's best interest by a lot. If he's interested in getting more 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 eyeballs to the show, go sign CM Punk. Go go call Phil right now and say, Phil, listen. <laughs> I'm not going to sue you for what happened because apparently there was some kind of a agreement that Phil had signed to not talk shit about AEW and it was a le- it's a legal thing. That's why it's a legal thing now. Um, listen, I'm not going to sue you. We want you back for six months. Here's the creative. Will you come back? Here's what we'll pay you. And if that's the case, Chris, right? You know what I'll do? I'll make him a full-blown heel where he puts down the company, man. Right away. I mean, like, right away. You have to. At this point, you have to, especially after that press conference that when we last saw Punk, I feel like he needs to go in balls deep, no pun intended, where he's yep. like, this company is, you know, I work with a bunch of children, continue on that sort of storyline. 100%. And he's, just, and he's the biggest prick. 
So then what is in AEW? Because that's his entire character. No, no, no. Yeah, but see, there's a lot more real life to this, though, which people I, I, would get I way see, behind it. Listen, I see the money point of it. Right. But if it's for six months or, or a year, well, what about MJF? You, you have just eclipsed your world champion that you've invested a lot it's in. CM to, Punk. To make hey, your hey I, sometimes you've got to. Sometimes you have to pull the trigger on something like this. And this is one of those situations. Listen, Jeff, like, like you, I don't think you know anybody who's a bigger MJF fan than I am. I love MJF. I legitimately think that he's the future of professional wrestling. But you, you strike when the iron's hot, when you have an opportunity to make lots of money and lots of noise. And right now they have a bigger opportunity to make lots of noise than I think they have had in the last maybe three years. Since, I mean... Maybe when they first signed CM Punk, but even then, I think this would be a bigger deal. This would get more people talking, and I think that this is a th the best opportunity for business. And this is where I will always say that I think that I think Vince McMahon, for all of his faults, and he has many, and we won't even go into them all. The one thing that he has over T over TK, and I think he always will, and just naturally has it, is that Vince McMahon is able to look past personal problems and say, "What kind of business could I do here?" What kind of business possibility is there? And I think that this right now is the time where you bring CM Punk back. And I think that you could even build MJF off of this. You could say, okay, CM Punk, you're going to come back. You're going to you're going to feud with the faces and everything, blah, 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 right? But then when you're ready to leave the last month and a half, the last two months of your contract, it's going to be against MJF. And MJF's whole thing is going to be, you motherfucker, you left because you're a piece of shit. And then you came back because you're a piece of shit and you eclipsed me because you're a piece of shit and now I'm going to fucking make you go home. That, and I mean, no, that writes itself. You're spot on, dude, because not only does it not eclipse MJF in the end, you actually build a great baby face possibly out of this, right? And then he can be elevated once again. It's easy. It can work. Absolutely. I, I, only I punk is every, are Almost every part of that. And this is unusual. Really? I, I understand the appeal. One, I don't trust CM Punk to do the right thing. Well, yeah, there's that. That's why I said two. I don't trust his body. Every time he's in a well, big spot, he gets hurt, and he's and he's hasn't been training, and he isn't getting any younger. Three, MGF's a shitty face. P he, when people cheer at him, they sh they shouldn't be cheering for him. He's a heel. He's Roddy Piper. He should almost never be a face. So I, you know, I, and also we've seen what AEW does with CM Punk. Do they make more money? Do they get more viewers? Yes, but. They're still bleeding money. Doesn't matter if they're bleeding, you know, fifty million dollars a year versus forty-two million dollars a year. I don't it think might. So. I mean, he brings in one hundred and fifty thousand viewers. If the rest <laughs> of the world is interested in this, that which is a big if, he brings in two hundred thousand viewers. Happy Punk brought in one hundred and fifty thousand right. viewers. He was already the highest per paid person in AEW. What do you do if you pay the him punk? More? The punk that they brought in isn't CM Punk. The punk that they brought in is happy to be here, CM Punk, and that's not what anyone wants to see out of CM Punk. Yeah, you bring CM Punk back and you tell him, "Listen, you do your pipe bomb stuff, but for real, I honestly think that you could get a quarter of a million more people watching sure. right away." I, I think that that's something you could build on. But real but life, Tony... what does that say to the locker room? The rest of the locker That's room. That's true too. He's I mean, you, 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 what does it say to the locker room? It says, "Grow the fuck up and be professional." Too. 
Learn how to do this shit properly. Yeah, CM Punk's an asshole. He's also one of the most popular people in professional wrestling. Maybe everybody backstage needs to stop (laughs) sucking each other's fucking dick every week and learn how to be a little bit more of an asshole. Yeah. Those are fair points. Fair point. Absolutely. But more importantly, though, guys, well, Tony, you can't have the balls to go there, though. I don't think it matters. I, I I think CM Punk has made it. I think he'd rather go to Impact, and I I think he'd rather do the Matt Cardona thing and and show the world that he can revive the Indies than than help AEW at this point. I think he's done with them. He doesn't yeah. need money. No, no. It's well, yeah, that's true. But TK needs to be real and realistic to himself here, man, and and the company as a whole. It's a strange Regardless, person to expect realism from. But that's the problem, right? Regardless of the situation, at the end of the day, if you want to put money on the table, even if it's only five bucks for that matter, just say it's still money on the table, he should put business first instead of his own feelings first. But this is TK. You'll put his own feelings ahead first and the whole locker room. Because let's be real, I don't think he can handle a real ruckus locker room and it's already bad right now so imagine obviously right do you remember do you remember how he fucking looked during that fucking press conference where cm punk was talking about his muffins (laughs) tk literally was doing one of these well you're free you you froze chris so we can't see what you're doing but uh it was just it was bugging eyes it was it was it was the it was the holy shit like the fucking they dropped the nukes look like he had no idea how to handle that situation at all true but no, you're right bear i mean cocaine bear um, look, there was even fans like this glitching out when they saw CM Punk make his reappearance in AEW. I knew you were doing that on purpose. I knew you were doing that on purpose. No, I'm actually not. I don't even know why it's doing that, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still crying for Phil. I want Phil back, man. <laughs> Do you remember it's, it's that? Other people on the audio can't see this. Jimmy has this 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 avatar that's on his it's in his <laughs> face but in, in a crying scowl it's like it's like CGI and so it actually looks like he's crying but it yeah, also even if I laugh the screen sometimes like he's Max Hedrum so th- if you hear us talking about weird things going on with Jimmy that's what that's what it's about for those of you who aren't yeah he's pretending that he's pretending that he has PC problems so that he doesn't have to do the shows so right. he's <laughs> so wow wow <while, while> <laughs> at least he came up with a good excuse this time and just quietly homeboy has joined us in the chat and look at this look at this idiot Jimmy thought it was a work right. homeboy what did I tell you stick to MMA bro please all right, let's uh, let's not go there. You thought it was a work. The homeboy stood me up yesterday, by the way. Did he? Well, yeah, exactly. Really? He, can- he canceled around two in the afternoon. That's not not. Yeah. Bueno, Mister Ocho Ocho, like you want to say, isn't it? Ochina actually fine. Ocho? I got to take a nap, but still. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> what do you say? That's news. Your face looks awesome. Thank you. Not really, but. Thank you. Whoever he's talking about. <laughs> Thank you. Well, anyway, look. Gracias, homeboy. Y tú también. Fai homeboy. Just quietly. You know what that means. <laughs> eat you a dick. Fuck yourself. No, it means eat a dick. But anyway, in Greek, it's, it's all about penis, Jeff. Remember, we haven't used that uh, penis term in quite a while, as a matter of fact. God damn it. Yeah. But uh, anyway. 
anyway, whatever happens, let's just hope for the better of the business. I'd love to see a real pissed off Phil Brooks. He should just call himself Mr. Phil Brooks when he comes back and be a real fucking snob-nosed prick. I like, would rather I mean, just explode publicly in legal arenas. I would think that, to, to me, that's beautiful. I don't care what happens on TV. <laughs> I mean, that's tele- That's great television. I mean, come on. I mean, everyone would love it. I mean, let's be real. Yes, everyone but anyway, would be. I would rather it be a courtroom drama. I would love that. Oh, of course. But I mean, like a real we'll, courtroom drama where yeah, somebody actually well, knows stuff about the law, not like She-Hulk. No, but how good would it be if somehow, like, Jeff gets involved, right, and it's all over wrestling, but they don't know that he knows, you know, everything about wrestling, right? And you jump in and just berate him. Yeah. TK, you fucking piece of shit. CM Punk hires Jeff Lippman for his defense. (laughs) Oh, that would be fucking hilarious. That would be be great. That would be actually pretty good. I I won't lie. I mean, that would be pretty good for the network. Oh, it would be the best. And just quietly, I mean, this guy can act. Yeah, I said it. The best actor F- out of everybody. Phil's wrestling we all counsel- said it. Yeah. yeah Phil's wrestling Phil's wrestling cancel. It works. It's money. Absolutely. Um, media says in the chat, Khan can't be realistic. He's too worried about being buddies with the, pe- with the people sucking money from him to form and keep their PWG-like promotion. That's why Jericho's the smartest one of them all. He's working him and playing him to a T. So what you're saying is that Khan actually oh. can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's sort of being conned. Yeah. He is. Sort of being conned. That's true. That's right. He is. Absolutely. I wonder well, what he actually... of the works of Emmanuel Kant. <laughs> yeah. He's a Khan in name only. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, let's move on. Speaking of Kani and Kani. Hey, get it? Kani? Anyway. He's a fan of the this... Montreal Cantadians. <laughs> he's actually Cunt. a little bit like a cunt Ooh, nice very good look at you guys i mean we can go on and on we can make we can make a game out of this but let's talk bray wyatt speaking of cans and mm. cans what's going on is this uh in, is he injured is the wrist deal legit is he depressed or is he taking his ball and gone home because all signs are pointing he's literally taking his howdy and walked home with him. Chris. I okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm actually going to I'm actually going to flip to Jeff here because Jeff has, you know, a more more of a plausible backstory of what's going on with Bray Wyatt than I can personally. So Jeff, why don't you lead us off with this? Okay. I mean, I think it, it can be some of those things simultaneously and which which is the dominating feature of it? is not clear it also depends on which side of the perspective you are which side of the fence you are with this um the reason why i think chris is saying is because i am i have a cordial fairly frequent relationship with someone who is legit real life close friends with bray wyatt so it is a friend of a friend but it's not a friend of a friend of friend if i said the person's name chances are if you're listening to the show or watching the show you know you you know one of his names at least uh anyway He's told me that Bray is healthy and happy and is tired of the politics. Um, so what is what does healthy and happy mean, you know, you know, depending on who you are? Uh, Bray is out for what all WWE is saying is an illness. If you listen to Bill Body on the Keeping It 100 show, which I don't normally listen to, but Esteban Pena sent me the clip. Bill Body did a, a whole chronology from 
pre-fiend Bray Wyatt to present, basically saying that Bray Wyatt is takes a lot of mental health breaks. He took breaks for both his kids and then needed another mental health break. And, you know, Vince was, you know, basically done with him. But then The Fiend was the number one merch seller. So that saved him. Um, and they really liked The Fiend character. The Triple H was, you know, wanted to see if he could recreate that magic. They gave Bray, you know, a lot of leeway with this, but it's been meandering. And what they wanted was for Brock to kill him. And then Uncle Howdy would see, would Uncle Howdy would say, look what's happened to you. You tried to do it your way. You failed. And that beating would awaken the fiend again. And they'd do a full evil horror movie. Brock didn't want to do it. He didn't trust Bray. So then they said, okay, if Brock won't do it, you know, Let's get Lashley to do it. He's just as credible a killer. And Lashley, to his credit, said, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not crazy about it, but I'll do that program. Anyway, Bray no showed an MSG show because I guess he didn't, he doesn't want to be the fiend. He wants to, he wants his vision to be carried out. Um, and well, they don't want it. So he no showed the MSG show, but then they gave him permission to take a week or two off. But by this raw, this Monday night, he's supposed to come back. If he doesn't, I think there's going to be trouble. But if he doesn't, he, you know, he he is one of the top paid people before bonuses and merchandise royalties. Um, but he's not a top merch seller anymore. The fiend was. That's definitely part of it. But the but let's face it, the story's been meandering, and then the and the character is ill defined, and this, this it, the whole thing's been a little bit weird. Plus, he really doesn't seem to be in shape, and he didn't injure his fingers. So anyway, there there seems to be a bit of probably mental illness in it, which both Chris and I will tell you, one cannot control. It doesn't matter you're rich or anything like that. So, you know, there's not necessarily fault here, uh, but it is partly he wants it his way. And, and, you know, whether it's his actual biochemical demons that are, that are ruling the day, or it's just his ego. I don't know the answer to that. Um, all I know is as friend said, he's happy and healthy, but I don't know that his friend would say he's having a depressive episode either. I don't think that he would. So that's all I know. And my information, which this part comes from Bill Body, not from me, not from my source, is that if he doesn't show up on Raw, he's in trouble. Um, he's Lashley is in the Battle Royal on, on SmackDown this coming week before WrestleMania. That doesn't mean he can't work in, during WrestleMania Prime. It doesn't mean that at all. Doesn't mean Bray won't show up. Bray's not in that picture. Bray's still on the SmackDown uh, opening segment, the you know the opener. His page is still up on on WWE on the active roster. Uh, that's really all I can tell you. I think if he can get any control or someone can get any control, he should show up. Yes, three and a half million dollars is a lot to give up. And if the Fiend came back, he'd probably make another million in merchandising. So um, there you go. That's what I yeah. got. No, absolutely. Thanks for sharing that, Jeff. I just that's why I I I wanted to shoot to you first because I thought you know yeah. Jeff actually has some backstage knowledge here about what's going on. But yeah, I mean, it, I I agree with everything that you said too in terms of like what's up with the creative and why you know why why the company might want something different than what he wants. the The thing is, is that what he's doing right now is confusing, right? What he's doing right now is not like. What he's doing right now is uh, bees instead of uh, or, or whatever that fucking movie was with Mark Wahlberg um, instead of, you know, the sixth sense. If you if you understand the, the, the reference there being two movies that were done by um, 
<clears throat> M. Night Shyamalan, one of them being brilliant, one of them being just a meandering mess that nobody fucking understood. Um, so, yeah, it's a situation where even if it is a thing where where he's saying, well, I don't want to do this because I don't like the creative, like, sometimes you just got to suck it up, man. Like, and maybe you are better off being the fiend for a little bit. And another thing, figure out how to make it work for your creative, right? Go ahead and start doing the fiend, but add in little things during a, during a, a, a promo that make it seem like you might be moving on to something else or moving into something else or that reverting back to the fiend is somehow part of the story that you're telling, et cetera. Like you've got to be better about it. If you're a true creative genius, you have to be able to, as they say, you know, make chicken salad out of chicken shit. And, um, you know, as far as the mental health aspect, again, I 100% agree with you, Jeff. I've heard far too many people say things like, you know, well, you know, he's making enough money. Just have him suck it up. That's not how mental illness works. It's literally the chemicals in your brain malfunctioning. You can't fix it. You can't help it. Being stronger doesn't do anything for you. Being uh, whatever, like you're not going to improve your mental health because you're rich. So uh, yeah, uh, that's that's sort of the way I see it too. In terms of like what what is going on with Bray Wyatt, I don't know. But if it is a mental health thing, then he may need a lot more time than until Monday. Um, again, like I was married to somebody for ten years who has pretty severe mental health uh, issues, and she's a wonderful person. There, I have no bad things to say about her. But sometimes, if she fell into a depression, it would take her months—sometimes six months—to pull back out of that depressive episode. Because it's not something that you can just snap your fingers or remind yourself that you're making three and a half million dollars and just go, "Well, I'm making good enough money. I might as well try to be happy." That's not how it works. Um, you know, I think on the last show that we did, Jeff, you even mentioned uh, Robin Williams it's worth half a billion dollars couldn't go through life anymore. You know, so yeah, I hope Bray gets better. I hope he's there at Mania. I really do. I I hope he shows up on Monday and I hope everything's good and I hope that they're able to rebuild whatever was going on so that he's ready for, for Mania. And if he's not, then I hope he gets himself well and, you know, I wish nothing but the best for the guy. And if the company needs to move on without him, then the company needs to move on without him. Nobody's bigger than the, than the company at this point. Yeah. I mean, everybody who's a frequent listener to PWC or Hummy Media Group, Channel Attitude, you know, or even Hammerlock Hangover, it's heard me. I'm a complete brain mark. So obviously I feel the same way. I like the spooky stuff. I love that he's trying to bring a horror movie to wrestling, not just a supernatural character. I know it's, I agree it's had road bumps. He's probably one of them, but not to impugn too much Bill Body because, because a lot of what I just said was based on what he was really paraphrasing what he said. But some of the stuff he said turns out not to be true. He was sort of throwing Alexa Bliss in there also. And as we recently learned, not only was she off because she was having basal melanoma treated for successfully, but she was also on The Masked Singer. So she, while you're on The Masked Singer, you can't be anywhere else. So that's the reason she's been off TV. So he he was, he was at least implying that she was out for mental health breaks too. Uh, and we didn't know that until a, a week ago that what was going on with her. Um, and so we just, we just, you know, figured that because she's part of the Bray Wyatt story and his story was derailed that she was just, you know, sort of waiting, but no, she, she was doing other stuff too. Um, 
that's all I know. It brings me to something that probably a lot of people aren't really paying attention to, but it's also a weird thing going on in real life when they're sort of doing the same story on NXT with Roxanne Perez. They're sort of saying she's out with an, with an undefined illness. And like this one, I'm, you know, 98% convinced it's completely a work. And I'm pretty sure that whenever they populate this five-person ladder match at stand and deliver, she's going to show up and wait a minute, you're not defending my title without me in that match. And, you know, whatever it is, she's going to, well, rest in peace now, but she's going to have the Willis Reed moment. The captain just passed away, but uh, where did he? Was it Willis Reed or Walt Frazier died? But it was Willis. Willis Reed had the moment where he came back and led the Knicks to victory after what people thought was a, you know, a playoff ending injury for him. Uh, so, you know, I, I, you know, sometimes art mimics fiction. Uh, in this case, I don't think it was intentional. And let's hope I'm right, because if Roxanne Perez at 21 or 22 already, you know, can't perform, you know, it's sort of like we have another Kaylee Ray where you really can't invest in her. But um, anyway, uh, not that many people watch or follow NXT, so probably not worth giving it too much coverage unless you want to uh, chime in on that one. All right. Well, I mean, it, it seemed very it seemed too reminiscent of the Shawn Michaels angle uh, for it to have been for it to be real for it to have been a shoot. I think it's definitely a work, but I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I uh, and again, at 21 years old, like, please, like, please, like, you know, universe, if you're listening, let her get better and do what she wants to do. She's too young to have to. She's too young to be forced to you know change her entire life and what she wants to do and you know there's there's jimmy uh apparently he's really committed to the bit he uh he pretended that his uh that, that his computer was messed up for the last five minutes or so so that he could really milk that so welcome back to your show jimmy <laughs> i'm sick of this man i'm seriously about to cry like that guy did for cm punk with, with a new right. cigarette there smoking in front of you, I see, or, or, you're, or you're burning incense. I'm, and by the I'm way, homeboy, flustered. did you really give me three-hour notice, or did you respond to my text and then gave me three-hour notice? Hmm, we'll never know. First, um, a couple of all, tidbits on AEW. What? Jesus. No, because he's saying about me, like, take some of your own responsibility, brother. It works. Trust me. All right, there you go. All right, so all right, a couple of tidbits on on AEW, and then we'll talk to the about the Miro story. Just some interesting stuff. Um, apparently, both Paige and Jade Cargill have been fined for cursing on AEW, and so there's no more cut the shit. There, there's no more twat. I don't know if any of the men have been, you know, fined or they just haven't spoken out about it. But there's not. There's there clamping down on cursing and also i've noticed there's been a lot less to no blood on aw last couple weeks so something that was we talked about was heard was reported about five or six months ago that D discovery warner brothers wanted them to tamp down and get more pg friendly and everyone's like aw will never go pg looks like that's happening it took longer than everyone expected but it looks like it is in fact happening as they get closer to contract renewal negotiations well, first of all, TNT and TBS and just the Turner stations in general have always been very pro-PG in the past. I mean, look, go back to the WCW days. You know, <clears throat> a lot of their stuff... I mean, think about it. In WCW, there was hardly any blood. 
during their matches. Standards and practices. Right, exactly. So this doesn't surprise me one bit. I'm just surprised that it took this long, like Jeff said, that they finally clamped down on it. Nothing related. It's sort of in the same vein, but AEW has been discouraging the wrestlers from body shaming their fans and cut (laughs) down on the promos where you're fat, out of shape, ugly neck beards. Sweat, Sweat hogs? Sweat hogs, right. <laughs> yeah, that's Don't ridiculous. point out the truth about our fans. Right. <laughs> it was also reported that the Troy, Ohio house show, which had that embarrassing clip that was leaked about the, the Britt Baker and Ty Conte match, which looked like it was in slow motion and still <laughs> awkward, that they, they did $99,000 on the gate. Um, no one reports what it cost, but $99,000 was not great. They were about 20. They were... There were un, un, under 2,500 tickets sold. Um, and who knows what that cost that show to run, but I'm guessing it cost more than $100,000 to run that show. Um, so it, look, it looks like the, and that was the first house show. So it looks like the house shows are not drawing a whole lot of excitement. If people aren't on TV, they're not going. They're not, they're, they're not particularly interested. Um, house rules, Jeff. House rules. I'm sorry. Well, how the well the house usually wins in house rules. But in this case, I guess the house was the Troy Arena, and I suppose they won. They got their rent. Um, Yella. So there was that exactly. Um, but in some positive AEW news, and whether it's AEW or New Japan doesn't really matter. But Forbidden Door sold out within a few minutes. Now it's about thirteen thousand seats, but still they sold out in about a minute again. Is that AEW? Is it New Japan? Does it really matter? I mean, we don't know what the f- the split is, but sellout's a sellout, right? Well, let's be real, Jeff. All the Canadian shows haven't sold out, true, Chris? Right in Canada, when it comes to AEW, they definitely have not. Again, well, let's. It's safe to say it's New Japan drawing it here, man. Drawing all the fan base coming down. And it's also Toronto, which is the. I mean, I think the biggest city in Canada, if if not second to to Vancouver. No, it's it's the biggest. No, it is it's the, the biggest. biggest yeah. The biggest by a by a by a mile. By and, shot for sure. And Toronto is kind of the wrestling epicenter of of Canada now. Um, you know, in the past, you could probably point to Quebec or um, you know. Uh, Calgary, uh, but now it's now it's definitely Toronto. They they run shows. There is always a show running in Toronto or coming up very soon in Toronto, um, and uh, yeah, they just they that's the place where wrestling is biggest. And it doesn't shock me that they sold out right away for for an AEW show. Is the Scotia Bank Arena? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. sorry, I just wanted to say, is the Scotia Bank Arena formerly the Air Canada Center? Yeah, it's the same building. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. That's all I want to know. It, there's also a lot of population centers within the Easy Drive. I mean, Hamilton, which is a city of seven hundred thousand, which is bigger than Baltimore, is probably an hour, hour and a half away. Um, it's less. It's yeah. less. It's about an hour it's away. It's forty minutes, isn't it? I thought it was about forty minutes. It's, well, it depends on where on how you're getting there. If you take the bus, yeah. it's forty five minutes, so you can probably drive it. The bus. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. It's not far. I mean, really, yeah. people even consider that just on, on the outskirts of Toronto anyway, man. Well, I do that still. It's yeah, a it's, 700. That's a major yeah, league-sized city. With, with it's something that they call the GTA or the general Toronto area or the greater yeah. Toronto the area. Greater, and, yeah. yeah, there's 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 5 million people <clears throat> in Toronto, and there's probably, uh, there's probably about 8 million people in the GTA. So, yeah, it's a big, big epicenter in Canada. For sure. So sorry, next Jimmy. on AEW, and I'm sorry, Jimmy, that so I didn't know you were coming back. But after no, this, no, I'll no, turn I'll the like show this. back Continue, over to you. Please. Um, 
whenever there's bad news about AEW, which I would say the CM Punk thing was, the go-to, because you can't count on the world turning against CM Punk, it's just too polarizing, the go-to is... What's happening with Miro? Right. So the news with Miro is, again, he was pitched another idea and he refused to do it. And in this case, really? there was going to be a battle royal and the last two people were going to be him and Adam Page. And Adam Page was going to throw him over, uh, which may or may not have led to a feud. But Miro did not want to do it. That, that, that's, that's the extent of the story as I understand it. And so, of course, that, that's the latest reason. The latest pitch that Miro has allegedly rejected. Well, can I, can I ask... Why does this feel like uh, the pack situation in WWE all over again with Miro here in AEW? Pretty much going on strike until his contract is up and so he can just leave? He's got three more years. <sighs> He's just so is he hoping to get nothing. fired then at this point? I mean, surely yeah. that's... He's, it's It's got to be the best job in the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. I wonder if he's still in shape. Chris, what do you think, man? Do you think um, he's trying to get fired here or... I, I, I'm not going to try to read Miro's mind on this kind of thing. Like, I think that he might probably prefer it if he could get let go. But as Jeff said, you got three more years. So you can sit around if you fucking want, but we're not paying you and you can't go anywhere else. Um, yeah, like, again, I understand people saying that doesn't work for me, brother. I want to do something bigger, especially if I'm coming back, right? I'm returning. I'm a pretty big star. You want me to lose right away? Uh, seems like an odd thing for somebody to even suggest to him. But then again, I think that the biggest question isn't, am I losing? Am I winning? Because as you pointed out in the past too, I mean, Adam Page is one of their big stars. I mean, whether or not he's actually a draw, I don't think that he is. But according to their booking, he's one of their big stars. So the question becomes then, okay, I'm losing to this guy or I'm going to get dumped over the, the, the top rope against him. Fine. But my question, if I'm a wrestler, is what's next? Are we going to feud after that? Am I going to get some wins back then? Or am I just coming back to be a loser? Like, is that what you want me to do for the next three years? Is just, am I your new, am I your Barry Horowitz? Like, is that who I am to, to AEW? Am I going to get one, one, you know, one big feature for two weeks and then back to YouTube or forgotten? Right. Or Brian Cage. We can point out a number of guys who have come in there who we think, hey, you could probably do something with this guy. And then they just completely squander it. Or like you like you've you know, like we've said before, they make them job to somebody who weighs 145 pounds. So it's I understand where Miro's coming from, but I do kind of understand where the company's coming from, too. Like, dude, like you have a contract. You need to come back and do your fucking job. And forgotten uh, because of the CM Punk stuff, earlier this week there was the quote-unquote dream match between Kenny Omega and El Hijo de Vikengo. This group from PWC and HMG and uh, Channel Atti, we have discussed whether it was a dream match, et cetera, et cetera, many times. So check out our prior shows on that. Um, just a couple tidbits on that. Because of the backlash, of course, accued, before CM Punk accued, Tony versus the bots. Tony accusing the world of being bots that are not real fans, complaining that it wasn't a dream match and, you know, everyone was Google this. Um, I checked. I checked today. Uh, and I actually started following Vikingo just because I felt bad. This dream match, this giant star, even after all the hubbub and the buzz and the backlash and everything else, you'd think that he would have, you know, 
three or 400,000 followers now. Let's keep in mind that QT Marshall has between 35 and 40,000 followers, and he's QT Marshall. Um, he now has 10,400 followers. He, according to Don Tony, before the dream match was announced or right when it was announced, it was 7,000. Don Tony pointed out that that none of the people that he mutually followed were following Vikingo. So even people in the podcast industry weren't following him. So, you know, a little bit good, good on Don Tony for, for following up. Good on me for following or checking then. Good on me for following up today, but I, I, I normally wouldn't do that. I don't really care so much about that sort of thing, but it's just ironic. And this dovetails not in just burying Vikingo and fake fans, but it's that him versus Commander for the AAA Mega Championship is now on the Ring of Honor Super Card of Honor pay-per-view. And that sort of irks me because Ring of Honor, Honor Club, just got relaunched. This is the first Honor Club pay-per-view. Let's try to ignore for the moment that half of the people also work for AEW and spend half their time on AEW and, and stories that should be on Ring of Honor are spilling over into AEW and, and all of that. We, we you know, I know it's hard to ignore that, but we're going to try to. You shouldn't be doing another company's promotion as one of your major matches there. You know where you can do that? On Forbidden Door. That's exactly what it's for. Of course, New Japan has a deal with CMLL, and so they can't work with AAA and blah, blah, blah. Or how about a, a Rampage, which is sort of a random show anyway, and, and you know it's really only for the hardcores. I don't know. But whatever it is, it shouldn't be uh, this early on Ring of Honor. Yes, I know some of you are going to tell me the history of Ring of Honor was that they worked with other promotions. That is the history of Ring of Honor, not now. It's too early to make that history now. You you need to build this as an independent brand. There's somewhere between 12,000 and 14,000 subscribers to Honor Club right now. That is not enough to make money. Um, so... I don't know if you're if you're really a, a super fan of both these guys that, that that the IWC seems to want signed everywhere. I don't I don't need to see them. I'm not interested in either of these guys. I'm all I'm all fine with you know 175 to 150 pound flippy guys. I'm fine. I will acknowledge that the Vikingo is crisper than some of them. If I wanted to see a circus act, I'd watch the circus. Um, but <laughs> buy the fucking pay per view. Put your yeah. money where your mouth is. It's thirty bucks. Buy it. I'm a, if if this exceeds forty thousand buys, I will be amazed, shocked uh, beyond belief. Um, yeah, not interested. Uh, I don't care. Um, and also, you you you're you're literally having a guy who's five foot seven defend against a guy who's about five foot five um, for the AAA championship. Uh, and see, I remember when midget wrestling was niche, um, but apparently now it's it's a major part of a pay per view in in America. So. Good for them, but what exactly do we expect from them other than to just do a bunch of flippy stuff? Like, they're not going to tell a story because they're not telling a story because there is no story to tell because it's just, oh, this is a cool match, which, again, like I've said this before, the, the, best, the best boxing matches I think I've, I ever watched were probably, that's awful, Jimmy, what is that? Straight that that's okay that's you great. can blame this guy for the bullshit that's happening right now no i i, I blame tony khan for all the i blame tony khan i will maintain my <laughs> oh. blame on tony khan um okay. listen like 
He's aged the me best, already. Listen, the best the best boxing matches I've ever seen. Like, if you were to take a guy's entire career and say, like, what was the what was the, what was the most exciting guy you ever watched? It was probably Mickey Ward. Now, Mickey Ward is not unpopular. Okay, Mickey Ward is a relatively popular professional boxer, but in his entire career, he probably made about fifteen million dollars, and probably about eleven million of those dollars were from his trilogy with Arturo Gatti. Okay, so he had a really, really great trilogy there against Arturo Gatti. And he was an all action fighter. Every fight he was in was life and death. You never knew who was going to win. And he would sometimes come with these miraculous finishes, etc, etc. My point, Mickey Ward always had good matches. Do you know who had some of the most boring, one of the most boring careers I've ever seen in the history of professional boxing is Floyd Mayweather Jr., who also just happens to have made billions boring. and billions of dollars i mean i'm exaggerating but hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars boxing because he was because he understood how important it was to tell a story and sell people on the idea of him versus another person okay and that was very simply floyd understood he was a great bad guy people hate Floyd Mayweather, so they're going to tune in either because they love his cocky bravado or because they want to watch the next guy smack the shit out of Floyd Mayweather. So that's how he was able to sell hundreds of millions of dollars worth of tickets to his to his boxing and was one of the most boring people I've ever watched box. So right. yes, 10, this nine, match 10-9-10-9-10-9 every yeah. round. This, so, yes, like you can set up these amazing matches and they can be the coolest match ever and it can get you all excited for the match. And I will say that I liked Vikingo versus versus Kenny Omega. It was a good match, but I'm not buying a pay-per-view. I, I'm not I'm not excited about what's next between these two guys. I'm not thinking about where I can spend my money on merchandise or anything for any of these guys. It's just, oh, that was a cool match. Just very similar to Mickey Ward. You love Mickey Ward, and he was great, but he was never going to be the guy to have a $100 million fight. Why? Because he didn't understand the properties of how to sell a fight, and that's what wrestling is. It is a promotion, and it's, it's such an amazing promotion because you get to actually script who wins and loses you can do that that's the beauty of professional wrestling and when i see guys like tk when i see bookers like tk just setting up things where it's oh we're gonna have a great match it's like you don't know what the fuck your job is as, as a promoter if that's what you're doing true enough all right. Well, I think we'll move on to WWE now. It is the road to WrestleMania. Uh, we have covered every show. We did the Machismo this week. We just did a smack attack on, on Hameen Media Group Channel Attitude. Uh, we'll possibly do a smack talk as well. But if you want to be sure, pay that $5 to the HMG and you can see the smack attack. Almost three hours of content there. Um, oh, by the way, happy birthday to CJ Perry, better known as Lana, turned 38 this, uh, this week. Still looks great. So WWE, a couple side notes. Gunter has now he's now broke the the record. He's the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. He beat the Honky Tonk Man's record. It's now over nine months. It's been two hundred and eighty something days. Um, I don't think it'll be quite three hundred days, ten months by the time we get to WrestleMania. But he is the longest term uh, one of all time, Intercontinental Champion of all time. 
The Vince McMahon movie, I'm assuming the one on Netflix, has been canceled again or postponed again. I'm not sure if it's just canceled because they don't think it's going anywhere, it's costing too much, or they're still waiting for the end. I'm not sure. Uh, Pat McAfee, apparently, it's not clear how much work he's going to be doing with WWE going forward. I have no details on that whatsoever. Uh, Hall of Fame, the only three confirmed inductees are, of course, Ray Mysterio Jr., and apparently Conan is is negotiating to induct him. Andy Kaufman, who will be inducted, we hope, by Jerry the King Lawler, uh, but uh, health permitting. But if not, apparently it's the guy who played uh, Jimmy Hart in the movie. His name escapes me. Um, and the great Muda um, or Kaijo Muto. Um, rumored uh, people who will be inducted. Apparently it will not be Dave Batista because he's filming a movie somewhere else. So he's not there. Haven't heard anything about The Rock, of course. All, there's no rumors about The Rock anymore, and the rumors about Steve Austin showing up are dying down. Uh, but rumored, Lex Luger, The Midnight Express, Stacey Keebler. Cue the complaints about what did Stacey Keebler do. She turned being a stripper in Baltimore into being George Clooney's living girlfriend via wrestling. If that's not Hall of Fame, I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> Any, you have anything else on that, Chris? Uh, no. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what you call promotion, uh, yeah. right there. That's what you call promoting yourself. Yeah, um, you. you know, don't knock the hustle motherfuckers. Cause that, that shit worked. Um, good for her. Good for everybody. Who's definitely being inducted. The rest of the names that you said, I'd be happy to see them inducted into the hall of fame. As far as the Vince McMahon movie, I don't care. Um, some people, some people I'm sure will cream their pants over it. I'm not excited. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. As far as WrestleMania goes, it's been a really weak build. I'm not excited, but those names are all hall of fame worthy. Yes. Stacy Keebler is not a hall of fame professional wrestler, but inductor anyway, who gives a shit? That, that horse left the ranch a long time ago. That Coco was, bewares in the goddamn Hall of Fame. Right. Let's induct everybody. Right. Who gives that, a that, shit? That, that cowboy shit left a long time ago. <laughs> so, so for those of you who care, the NXT stand and deliver card is as follows. Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Heavyweight Championship. There's a North American uh, t- title match where uh, the current champion, Wesley, gets to pick his opponents. He has picked so far J.D. McDonough, Ilya Dragunov, Axiom, and the fifth is yet to be picked. Uh, I'm not sure who it's good. Oh, Dragonly. Um, uh, Dragonly is is the other one. Um, I believe maybe then maybe it's a six man match. I don't know because I think I just counted five and whatever. Um, so yeah, Dragonly. So Axiom is a real wrestler. That's interesting. Oh wait, no, Axiom isn't picked in. What happened? Okay, all right, I'm right with the numbers. Axiom hasn't been picked yet, though. They're really teasing. He really wants it. There's going to be a battle royal this week on NXT, and the winner of that will be the other person added to the battle the, the card. So Axiom, of course, is an odds-on favor. So is Dijak. Baba Tunde or made his you know presence known. Like they had a segment of Wesley walking down the hall, and everyone's going, "Oh, you haven't forgotten about me." Um, including Duke Hudson. Anyway, there's a women's ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. We alluded to that. The current champion is Roxanne Perez, and you know the story is, can she, can she, shall we strip her of the title? Will she even make this match? We're making this match without her. The participants so far are Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolan, um, Lyra Valkyria, um, 
I believe they are still. Oh, Tiffany Stratton, my my favorite to 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 win the match, and the 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 fifth women woman is going to be announced out of the. There's going to have a there'll be like a fatal four way between the losers of the prior matches. Um, so you know, like Indy Hartwell and folks like that will get a second chance. Um, the men tag tag team is going to be a triple threat for reasons. It's going to be the Creed brothers uh, going against the 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 current defending tam- champions, Gallus boys on top, uh, and Don Pony and Chaz uh, Chaz Lorenzo are or whatever his name is, whatever, it doesn't matter. They're the family. They're, they're the third team in it for reasons. Um, we have the tag team women's title is going to be defended by Fallon Henley and Kiana James. As you know, there's a little trouble in paradise there. Kiana has been stepping out on Brooks Jensen. Uh, Fallon knows she doesn't want to tell Brooks. Apparently, Brooks doesn't watch TV. Um, and they're facing my favorite women's tag team, Alba Faya, but really for this one, Isla Dawn, who came out of nowhere to be like my favorite women's wrestler, who's not completely hot. Um, we also have Grayson Waller versus Johnny Gargano, who's defending um, Shawn Michaels. And for some reason, we have the schism against Chase U for control. The winner gets control over Chase U. Who would want that? So that's NXT. Not doing predictions. I'm sure we'll do a prediction show during the course of the week for WrestleMania. So far, we have Roman versus Cody, the Us- Usos versus KO and Sami Zayn. Uh, obviously, the first one's for the undisputed heavyweight title. The second one is for the undisputed tag team titles. We have Charlotte defending her SmackDown women's title against Rhea Ripley. We have Bianca Belair defending her Raw women's title against Asuka. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio for Mysterio versus Mysterio, father versus son. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. John Cena versus Austin Theory. In the for the U.S. title, we have the the three-way intercontinental championship with Gunter defending against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Story being, Sheamus has never won this before. Uh, Gunter doesn't know why he's got to fight two guys, but he'll destroy them anyway. Hi, Jimmy. Oh, we're waving at the girl. Uh, hi, girl. Um, there is also for reason. There's two showcase matches, which are fatal four-way tag team matches. Uh, the men apparently did not need to qualify. It's the Street Profits versus what I call Power and Glory, but uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus uh, the Viking Raiders. And for life of me, I can't remember who the other team is. <laughs> Anyone know who the uh, fourth team is? Is it Imperium? The, no, wasn't it um, Montez Ford and uh, the Street Profits? I didn't say the Street Profits. I don't know. Did you? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of matches happening in WrestleMania, and a bunch of them I'm not excited about at all. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm assuming these showcase matches are to determine who's going to be the next number one contender for those belts, but they haven't. They haven't even said that. So, listen, I know who it's not. I, I can't say who it is now. Anyway, for and the women's match, same way. There's three teams announced. So two teams had to qualify. So Natty and Shotzi qualified. And Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez qualified, uh, but Shayna Baszler and Ronda Ray, Ronda Rousey didn't have to qualify. They just walked into the match. We don't know who the fourth team is. Could it I be that the wrong. losing teams? What's that? I hope it's not the Bellas 
or the Garcias, whatever you want to call them. Uh, well, because- I, I, I would love it. I, I hope it's them. I hope it's Fire and Desire. I hope it's Mandy Rose <laughs> and Sonia Deville. I or I hope that it's Sasha and Trent uh, and, and Naomi. And this was all a swerve. That would and be coming cool. back. But it's probably one of two things. They'll, they'll they'll probably do a qualifying match on Raw, and it'll end up being the Karens, Chelsea, and and Carmella, which I could live with. But I'm not sure that. why Carmella wasn't on TV. We all know she recently lost a child, so who knows if if there's any psychological or physical after effects after that. Maybe she came back too soon. I have no idea. I truly have no idea. It could be completely unrelated, but they're, I love them as a team. Knowing WWE would be something anticlimactic, like the losers of the qualifying match face each other, and then the winning team goes in there, which would be Lacey Evans and Zia Lee, who had some miscommunication issues in their loss. So, you know, obviously they would eat the pin and start a feud. Uh, and then it was Emma and who the fuck? Oh, Tegan Knox. Uh, so, it's probably going to be that, but I'm I'm hoping for one of the surprises. I would even take Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke coming back as the as Blonde Ambition. No, they never called themselves Blonde Ambition, but I insist. So that's the WrestleMania card as I understand it at the moment. Well, look, the the build hasn't been the best, obviously, but I'm still looking forward to WrestleMania, guys. I'm not going to lie. Of like I am still looking forward to it. The matches still intrigue me even though they've been built like crap. But nevertheless, it's still Mania. I think two nights is still too much, though. Right okay. now, I'm not ordering it. Bray, well, I'm not Ivan Pika, but, but Bray, well, you can come you over. Order, you can please. watch at my place for free. Um, you just have to travel from Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bray versus Lashley still is on the internal run. I've sheet. got you, Chris. Don't worry, dude. <laughs> So, all right. So, what else in WWE is there to talk about that's new and news? I don't really have anything. I mean, you know, we talk about, like I said, we talk about the shows on individual shows. So, I don't know what you've been talking about half the time because obviously I've been having a lot of issues, and I'm sorry about that. Let's just say we covered everything that was that was uh, that was needed to be covered. I mean, we could talk about the minute details of exactly who's going to be on the next roh show too but i don't care um as far as the news it's covered okay so let's do do tidbits and free agents and injuries and stuff like that so the only thing about the the you know the only thing about the ring of honor show that i'm going to say other than what i've already say is that the reach for the sky ladder tag team title match still only has one tag team announced as of Thursday, we we haven't watched it yet. There's probably more, but that's still the Lucha Brothers who have so, never been seen on Ring of Honor television before or after. Uh, the, so, the are you saying they're reaching for a match right now, Jeff? <laughs> you just said it, and I couldn't have said it better myself. Notable free agents: Mercedes Monet is a free agent. Goldberg is a free agent. The Garcia twins, who you might know as the Bellas, Alicia Atut got her release from MLW. Trinity Star, formerly known as Naomi or Naomi or Trinity Fatu. Kyrie Sane from IW or Stardom is now a free agent and is, is she? said to want to come back to the States. Um, mm. Signings and also an interesting storyline. Impact recently killed off Taya Valkyrie <laughs> in a in a buried alive. I hate alive how match. they do that. I uh, hate how they always I do that, it. man. They it's like Lucha Underground. Uh, but she was she was resurrected. She's always talking about that she's in the multiverse and she's been signed by AEW, as everyone knows. Kyling King um, and Jody Threat signed to Impact. Stu Grayson signed by AEW again. 
Alex Shelley and Chris Saban have signed long-term contracts with Impact. I don't know how long-term it could be with those guys, but then again, Bully Ray and, and Tommy Dreamer are their main event. But Impact suffered some pretty significant injuries this week, including their world heavyweight champion, Josh Alexander, with a, a, tricep, a tricep tear, which will keep him out indefinitely. So he's got to relinquish the title, and they're already announcing a tournament uh, where I think the title they'll decide at the next pay-per-view. Um, Mickey James, who I think was their knockouts champion. It, it was like, I, I retire when I lose. Um, but she didn't lose. She got injured. So I don't know what's going to go on there. Daga, who most of you don't know, or if you do, it's only as Tessa Blanchard's yeah. husband. That's now separate. They're now separated after, uh, she cheated on him. Didn't she? Uh, well, according to his tweet, that would be the strong inference. Yes. But then they, and then they, they made nice publicly, but. Not really. Um, Faria, she's such a freaking... Anyway. Right. Um, Daga, she's so also one of the best women's wrestlers on the planet. Absolutely. I agree 100% with that sentiment, man. But she's a fucking slut, let's be honest. The, and uh, a foul mouth slut at that Yes, because we all hate slutty female wrestlers. <laughs> right. And how do we know she's a slut? Never mind. I don't even want to know. Uh, <laughs> the, the, only, the interesting side note to Daga's injury is that it's a, it's a fibia and a meniscus, but it was basically due to a match with Tyrus when that giant 500-pound man fell on him. Um, well, I thought, I thought uh, he was a reptilian, though, Jeff. He, he hasn't been reptilian for a long time. <laughs> Which one, Daga or Tyrus? Daga, Daga, Daga. Well, he was in Lucha Underground, but you know that the that, that only that only lasts for Luchasaurus, who can't possibly get a different mask or anything else. <laughs> oh no, he's 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 nothing but a uh, what do you call it? Um, oh man, I can't even think right now. But um, he's he's a fossil right now, Jeff. That's, That's all right. he is. He's a, he's been fossilized because <laughs> no one in that, no one in the brain trust running that company say, hey, if we come up with a new mask, maybe we can sell new merch. Nope. Uh, Danhausen has a torn pectoral. Will Ospreay injured his Jeff shoulder, Pace. so he was pulled from the Multiverse uh, United card with Impact. He suffered it during the New Japan Cup. Uh, Alexa Bliss, we already mentioned, had skin cancer successfully treated. Um, title changes. The MLW Tag Team Champions of EJ Unduka, who left the company months ago, and Calvin Tankman, Lost to the Samoan SWAT team of Lance Anoa'i, the least impressive Anoa'i, and Juicy Fatu. Uh, they are your new MLW Juicy. tag team champions. Juicy um, Fatu. What a fucking stupid name that is. Yes. Almost as bad as Juice Robinson. Uh, worse. Taylor Wilde and Kyling King are the Impact New Tag Team Women's Tag Team Champions. Defeat Impact Women's Championship. Yes, yeah. defeat. I think Taya Valkyrie was one of the co-holders of that. So of course she had to drop it when she was there. I don't remember who the other the other half of that team was. The, right. the, doesn't much matter. That guys, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I got family stuff to go deal with. I got to get out of here. All right. Well, why don't you promote your stuff it. if you want to? Give me just follow me on Twitter at Chris Ams One or whatever the the, the PWC. I'm all over the place. <laughs> bye bye. Olay. Toodaloo. Yeah. I did his Olay for him. So I I covered everything that I have that seems like news. I you know, I don't know if anyone cares about ratings now. We don't usually do that on this no, show. Go so. for it. No, well, we can now, if you like. If you feel like it. Eh, I don't feel like reading more numbers. It's hurting my ass. So 
<laughs> Thanks. So is it, does that mean we're done? Is, it, is that what's happening? I, I don't know. They, I mean, you might have other news that I don't know of. You know, I don't know what you've what you've said I, well, while I, I was gone. So, and, or maybe okay. you have an insight right. on it. Um. Yeah. Well, to be honest, uh, my computer's totally throwing me off already as it is, and I'm sorry about that. But okay. unfortunately. I've just had a bad run the last two, couple of days with my computer, my phone. Everything's just gone bananas down here. I don't know what's going on. But so, and I think really, Jeff, instead of me possibly repeating something, I can tell you've carried the show really well without me being around. So I don't think I really need to say anything more yeah, it was than pretty what awesome. you just said. I, I, yeah, I, you know, I feel <laughs> like I do the solo hammer like hangover to an extent. I, I was definitely doing more monologue than anything else. Just trying oh, to run through fine, this. man. All right. Well, it might be. I don't know. I don't know if Chris feels about it, but he had his child, so probably he was relieved. Um, all right. I guess we're done. So if you want to follow me, you can follow me at IcarusFellMD. You can also uh, check out my shows are not on the PWC or on Hami Media Group Channel Attitude Wrestling Related. Um, you can Hammerlock Hangover, which is on the PWC with uh, Stephen Pena. comes out every fortnight. So this coming Thursday, we should report again. Um, and Garden of Doom and Garden of Views, which is on the PWC and Hameen Media Group, amongst some other places as well. And tomorrow I'm recording with Chris, but I've already dropped this week's show, which is on root, the roots of linguistics and the roots and the seven root cultures uh, from a theosophical perspective, which will go very nicely into the show for the recording with Chris tomorrow, which is on Atlantis. And then the week after, although not a root culture, sort of in the same genre will be Tartaria, a Tartarian, which I reviewed, which I recorded with the sort of famous Andrew Goff, who keeps getting more famous and booked himself for two more shows. Um, where, you I, know, I also love the stories of Tartaria. I think that existed personally, but anyway. No, the funny thing is it's like, like most of the stories he's like, you know, people are just making stuff up now, whatever they want, but he, he is an interesting though. He has a, he's a, listen, if you like conspiracies, if, if you're interested in the great reset, if you believe in the firmament and that where the earth is sort of in a, in a closed, you're going to dig this show. Tar the thing about Tartaria is it's very tied to architecture and photos and it, it wasn't oh, what I baby. thought it was. And there may be more, like I might have to come back and do a second show like of things that Jimmy saw now, like the stories of Tartaria and sort of this this Eurasian, Siberian, you know, superculture. Because um, this wasn't exactly that, but he's he's the expert i'm not so you know if i find another person who who is an expert uh, you know i will gladly have them on for another perspective or supplemental perspective but anyway garden of doom garden views also garden views dropped a show on chat gpt which i call chat gpt the age of ultron with the guy who actually wrote the book on chat gpt actually ironically he had he programmed chat gpt to write the book on chat gpt so he <laughs> actually can't get a copyright on it and he doesn't care because ChatGPT wrote it, not him. Uh, but it, that's how scary it is. Um, Should we I'm, be worried, I, Jeff, about this chat? I'm honestly, I've, I've covered a lot of GPT. scary things. And right. literally, including the war going on right now in Europe. I am more scared about ChatGPT than anything else out there. Because usually when there's technology, there are usually industries that grow up. It's usually a, like everyone's afraid they're going to lose the blue collar job, but usually you get a ton more white collar jobs that cause more blue collar jobs. Usually, usually technological advances create industrial advances. And for this one, I just don't see it. All I see is this taking a lot, a lot of jobs. 
And unless we de unless we develop a new world order like Wally or Star Trek, where nobody actually has to work That's for a living, we're gonna have like the Great Depression is gonna look like the good old days because tons of people just will not be needed any longer. Yeah, and it's our fault. That's the ironic thing, right? Because we're causing this shit to fucking be a thing in the first place, which is just nuts in general. And then and if anyone doesn't think that this thing isn't going to achieve, isn't going to become Ultron and realize that that where that we that humans are an invasive species on Earth and the Earth would be better off that. If you don't think iRobot's going to happen or the Terminator, <laughs> I mean, I got another thing work. coming. Like like my doom has always been about asteroids or you know we'll kill ourselves or you know some some sort of like we're going to release microbes from the thawing permafrost in siberia we're gonna have like some hundred million euro diseases that there's no immunity to or for whatsoever out there you well know? it was close with COVID at first to think about it i mean yeah well i mean yeah it seemed like that but in, in hindsight COVID, i mean it was a really really bad flu but yeah, yeah I agree. It, it, it probably wasn't even without the vaccine it probably wasn't going to kill tens of millions of people uh, i mean it still was terrible and Still whatever millions but, though like overall when you think about yeah, it though. yeah um anyway this, this is i don't know just listen to the show and tell me tell me if i'm tell me if i'm overreacting or you're just a scare but i'm warning you i had a tech glitch in the beginning the first minute what? and a half is dead space no oh yeah you're saying that but you know what d is in the same boat as you she's obsessed with this shit, and she, she thinks it should be and she thinks what yes. you're thinking your your, so, uh, your common law partner there d hecklefish should be this is something that she absolutely <laughs> should be obsessed with. <laughs> that's funny anyway she's still use hecklefish by the way they have uh, lizard people <laughs> it's definitely the lizard people but um anything else you need to actually touch on jeff before i think i talked too much already i really feel like nah, believe me time. you held the fort down dude because like i said i'm i'm sorry to all our listeners and viewers for the unprofessionalism of all the glitches that were happening on my end I, I don't know man i don't know what was going on there and i'm sorry to you too jeff but it is what it is occasionally this bullshit seems to happen but uh, that's technology right jeff i mean shit. Olay. that is Olay, indeed it <laughs> is i get i you know what in the imperfections in technology is the only thing that allows me to sleep at night after that show I mean, the best that news bad. I heard all week was that, was that the rocket, which was three quarters, 3D printed made, couldn't make it out of the atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, it made it pretty high, but like now I'm rooting for technological failures. Like I'm not quite going with Leo Zagami on on <laughs> the Satan is in this in the cyberverse, but I'm getting I I, I I don't think Satan actually needs to be there as a as a as a conscious thought. I think it's going to happen on its own, which maybe is. Like the more I study religion and science parallel, the more I realize that it's almost the difference is almost semantics. Fair point. I mean, shit. I mean, we can go into all sorts of angles about what you just said right now, because oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a meta guy these days. I, I'm a, I'm a meta guy in in only a universe. That's the problem. Meta guy in the universe. And the thing is, but, I don't have strong feelings about many things. So when I do like you freak out a little, little bit. bit obsessed right <laughs> and that's no, why Garden of Doom works because I have a lot of you know fringe type of uh, positions and, and guests but 
I don't, I don't judge. I don't care. It's like it's it's for the audience. I'm not there to cross-examine anyone. No one needs to really know what my feelings no are judging. and things. It's it's for the no, audience. No one's judging, right? Exactly. And and, and guests are guests. You treat, you treat all your guests with respect, and they're there they're there to tell their story and to promote their stuff. That's why they're a guest. So you know, it's not I'm not there to be like Piers Morgan and 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 try to insult them. He's a fucking idiot, man. Don't even get me started on Piers Morgan. Even I don't mind him sometimes, but really, he's a goose. But uh, no, that, that that's interesting, man. I mean, I hope what you said doesn't happen, but it's got a good chance of that actually happening. It will. Uh, I mean, no, look how accurate it can be. But cutting costs. No, but how exactly? And yeah, it, but how smart is it though? It's fucking smart too, dude. And Legit. the thing is, people make fun of when it does stupid things, but. That's what it's supposed to do. It learns by doing stupid things, and then it gets just like humans, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's at at some point it's going to start talking about us, like quiet talking monkey. Fuck! Imagine that, dude. I mean, did you see the one that I think was what's his name? Joe? It was Jojo from uh, the PW Hustle. I I don't see anything with Jojo from the PW. Oh yeah, how that guy hasn't blocked me, I don't know. Because whenever I see any of those things, I I just take a I just take the opportunity to say that was you're you're stupid again, or huh? I can't believe this wasn't stupid for a change. Well, you know what? He used the the chat thing, like the chat uh, TPT, like whatever GPT, right? Sorry. Anyway, he stole my gimmick. I wanted us to do that, jerk. Well, guess what he did, right? And you'd find this interesting. He typed in about CM Punk and Kenny Omega, like who would win in the match between them two, for example. Mm-hmm. And do you know what it said? It was very accurate about Kenny's weaknesses and like positive things, right? You know, his, his strong suits. And on Punk's, dude. And he even asked if Punk will be back. And if not, why? And blah, blah. Dude, you got to check that out. I mean, I, I'm not going to check it out, but I I would like, I want you to do a ChatGPT podcast for us so we can ask a, a similar question. I tried, Dude. actually. Yeah, but you have to well, pay and I don't know yeah, which you, one to you use. You can't get that through. You can't get the quality through the free one, Jimmy. <laughs> right, right. But which one do you particularly go for, I have, though? Because I, I, I don't know the difference. Right. But if, if, if you were de-researcher that, I will consider paying for it. I don't know how much it was. I can't remember how much it was, but there's all sorts of ones, and I don't know which one to go for. That's the problem. Right, well, we, we we don't need to do this for the odds. We can do this because I I would love to just have a podcast, ChatGPT, but no, we don't tell anyone it's a ChatGPT podcast, and then and then we do then we then we listen to it and and see if we need to do a second one to 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 humanize it. Dude, that's scary, man. Imagine that. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting to actually try it just for a shit to Listen, to I would love to that. do it, if nothing else, just for cheap publicity. It's like, this <laughs> this is a fully chat GPT wrestling podcast. Wow. And imagine, like, it literally gave its thoughts. <laughs> like, on Raw, SmackDown, whatever. But it was legit. Like, like I complains. told Steve I wanted to do it, and he thought I was kidding. I'm like, I'm not kidding, dude. <laughs> he he I, clearly I, doesn't know you well. I, I mean, I mean... <laughs> How many people li- li- listen to a hammerlock hangover? Maybe a hundred, a hundred and twenty. You know, uh, you know, uh, tops between all the platforms. What's the difference? Let's just let's just try hey, and have some fun. Um, it's less work for us. Come on. <laughs> I just think it, I just think it'd be neat, and you know, and and maybe it's also cheap publicity. I don't know. My little schemes don't work, but I'm curious enough to see both ends of it. I, but I would love to it's see what wor- it, what it produces. Yeah. 
it can have its own show, put it that way. Let's see if it outdoes us. That would be interesting in itself. Well, well right, and, and, and it probably, I mean, that's nothing. Podcaster, who I mean, you know, which is not exactly a job, it's a hobby. So, right. For, for most of us. But, um, yeah, no, but scary shit. So, check out that show, people. I mean, it, you, you, when, when you hear his name is Dan Steele, you can Google him and check him out. I mean, he's a real deal. He's a, uh, he kept talking about all the things he didn't make money in, which tells you that he made a lot of money doing other things. Yeah. Because uh, no one tells you about their failures without, and and you know do, doesn't talk about their success unless they've made a shitload of money. Absolutely. No one worries about says I don't care about the copyright. I don't care about the money for the book. I just want to do it. And ain't nobody like that who's who, who's not rich or me. So, uh, so uh, and I'm just stupid. So anyway, listen. Relax, Jake. Come on, man. We've, You're a we've, fucking lawyer, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You're not there, there, there are things that I'm very smart in, but when it comes to my own financial well-being or gambling, oh. like don't take, like if I bet on something, put my own money on it. Don't take the bet, go the other way. But if I just give you advice on what to do and I don't actually put my money on it, take oh, it every that's, time. That's so me too, dude. I'm cursed if I'm the one doing it. So you're the opposite of Jimmy the Greek. Oh, way opposite Jimmy the Greek, man. You're, I mean, you're, he you're knew the, his you're, shit. You're the he knew his shit. He's probably the best bookie of sports, bro. Like, really. I mean, he's dead now, unfortunately. But yeah, it was a, it was a simpler was time then. And didn't he work for ESPN at one stage too, anyway? Or, uh, like, I no, I think uh, he got canned during CBS. It was years ago. I'm, oh, CBS. That's it. Years, years back. I'm talking about in the seventies. Yeah, no, by, by, by the time ESPN came around, he he was he was untouchable. No, it's true. I, I think. Because I saw the 30 for 30 documentary about him years ago, and that was on ESPN, ironically. I don't, that's probably why I thought of ESPN straight away. But anyway, yeah. you're right, it was. Uh, probably ABC. doesn't know who Jimmy the Greek is anyway, so they probably think you are Jimmy the Greek. <laughs> well, yeah, I wish. Put it that way. <laughs> well, not dead, wish. So, he's I mean, dead now, right, right. <laughs> but you know what I mean by that. All right. I mean, he's, he's, he's like not recently dead either. He's been dead like no, a he is. More, I think, even. Probably. You're probably yeah, right. Easily, easily. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah it, it was a long it, time ago. It's probably 15, 12, 15 years. Easily, easily. I mean, he lived his life. He was pretty old when he died anyway. I mean, shit. I'm not a historian of the guy. I don't know. Neither am um, I, but I knew exactly who you were talking about. As soon as you mentioned I'm like, oh, how funny is that? Oh, yeah, I mean, you're Jimmy the Greek. How could you not know your namesake? But wasn't he from your neck of the woods, ironically? A New Yorker? Was he a New Yorker or was he from Baltimore? I'm, I, I honestly don't know where he's from. Okay, because I could have sworn he could have been from Baltimore. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not here to talk about Jimmy the Greek. But more importantly, I'm intrigued with the chat. Yep. What was it? TPG? TPT? What the fuck is it? Chat GPT. Let's find out. There you go. Let's say goodbye. Don't worry, fellas. If you really love hearing us, we're going to be doing like 23 more shows today. So don't worry. Yeah, and I've got to get my shit together. Jesus Christ. Anyway, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. That's evil, does Jeff Lehman. Well, and I have a question for you. What's that? Would you ever like to do a podcast? <laughs> well, unfortunately, I was trying to get my own podcast, but I don't know how to do it, Jeff. How do you actually go around well, for you me know to that, get my own uh, podcast? You I was know, Podbean has an offer that if no. you type in the promo code PWC Network, you'll actually no. get a month free, 30 whole days on Podbean, oh. actually on us and Podbean, our good partners. For free, wait, wait. and you can start your very own podcast uh, and try to compete with the big boys at the PWC. No, so wait for thirty days. Thirty free? days. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, so what exactly do you do? Do you go to Podbean.com, apparently? That's exactly what you do, but you also have to type in oh. the promo code PWC Network. Oh, really? And that's so, how you so claim back... that 30 days, yeah. It's so a, you're it... telling me if I go to www.popping.com slash affiliate code PWC Network, I get 30 days on us. I'm glad you asked me that, Jimmy. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> how it works. Oh, that's awesome. Well, well, we'll sign up today because if you want your own podcast, you can be just like me and Jeff who's already got his own show, but I'm trying. Rolling in the dollars from this. Oh, yeah. Rolling in the money. <laughs> money. <laughs> Like top dollar, Look, money, 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 money. I'm, I'm glitching already because I got so much money. Oh shit! That's right. Your windshield <laughs> wipers are working. <laughs> I'm an AI, remember? Just a I real know. dumb one at that. But anyway, but you're learning. I'm, I'm learning. It's true. I am learning. I'm learning. I will get better. I promise. Yeah, you'll be Jimmy 2.0. So. <laughs> I'll be Jimmy 5.0 at this point. But anyway, in saying that. I'm Jimmy T, that's Dr. Jeff Lehman, and you've been listening and watching the PWC Extra, just without me most of the show. <laughs> See you. But a lot of extra. Stay evil, my friends.
VWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.